Hi guys, welcome to Dermatologist Talks, Science of Beauty. Today, we're going to be talking with Dr. Tiawan Lin on the concept of functional dermatology and how it's relevant in treating different skin types such as acne-prone skin. We'll touch on promising botanical ingredients that can be used to treat acne and talk about how you can incorporate these into your skincare routine. Well, firstly, Dr. Tio, can you explain the concept of functional dermatology? Functional dermatology is a realm that crosses into the pharmaceutical industry. Dermocosmetics is increasingly evidence to benefit medical skin conditions. Functional dermatology is essentially the use of pharmaceutically active botanical ingredients, and we know that a lot of drugs are actually derived from plants. It then applies these principles to skincare formulas, and that's what we've done in our mask bar system to treat medical conditions primarily as an adjunct. For example, um, for the treatment of acne in my practice, we have switched to the use of botanical derivatives like berberin, which has been proven to act via anti-inflammatory sebum control pathways, um, and that addresses um, the root of acne and um, also inflammation. I've always used benzoyl peroxide and tea tree oil for my acne, but I find that it Lately, it burns through my skin whenever I apply it on my pimples. So I guess using botanical ingredients may really be less irritating on acne-prone skin. Well, how do you think the concept of using botanical ingredients can be further applied in the field of dermatology? The application of botanical ingredients in dermocosmetics or cosmeceuticals is one that um, is one way that we can approach functional dermatology. The concept of mixing and matching your active ingredients is very appealing to the consumer because of the nature of it, um, feeling like it's a very personalized experience. However, you do need some level of knowledge as to what ingredients work for the um, condition specifically. So, the virtual dermatology physician assistant program on the pharmacy website is sort of a guide that helps the consumer get through this personalized process, but with guidance. The final recommendation will then be recommended by an algorithm similar to what we would implement in the pharmacy practice itself. So you're talking here about an AI algorithm in which you would answer a bunch of questions and then it would recommend ingredients and specific products for your skin type. Huh, I can really see that taking off, especially for people like me who are often confused on what I should put on my face. Well, for me, I actually have combination skin and oiliness mostly concentrated around my T-zone area. And maybe once a month during the time of my period, I do get some acne breakouts. Do you have any tips for me? If you do suffer from mild symptoms like on and off acne, oily skin, you don't really have active acne breakouts, but just a little bit of sabaria, you can use a serum that perhaps contains an astringent. Certain botanical extracts like chlorella from algae actually helps to regulate sebum production and that is in the blemish spot cream. If it is a single product that is targeting multiple concerns, then I feel it could sometimes uh, be a little bit distracting and maybe even misleading. So perhaps um, it should be marketed as a product for general health benefits or for general skin health benefits. 
Well, on the topic of products that supposedly target multiple concerns, I've also seen one that is marketed as an all-in-one miracle product that achieves many different functions. Well, what is your take on that? Is it possible for a product to do it all? What I find a little extreme is that uh, if a cleanser is being marketed, uh, both as a face wash, a shampoo, and also as a body wash, it's just very confusing and it's also not consistent with cosmetic science principles. Shampoos are meant for application on the scalp, but the nature of scalp skin is different from your facial and body skin. Your body skin is also different from your facial skin. Your brand authenticity and perhaps your overall brand story would not be very um, convincing, I feel, if you do not get the basics clear. A gentle cleanser such as the Cetaphil Gentle Cleanser, which I recommend in my practice, um, is used both on the face and on the body. Um, and I also do recommend um, our Meal Honey Cleanser, which is from Medical Great Honey. Um, the hallmark of a good cleanser is that anyone, whether they have sensitive skin, oily skin, acne-prone skin, or any other type of skin disease, should be able to use the cleanser because it's well tolerated. That makes sense. It's too good to be true if one product could really do it all. Well, moving on, what are some up-and-coming natural botanical ingredients that you can share with us about? Botanicals for acne and masne is an area of promising research. My work is currently focused on an active ingredient known as berberine. Berberine is derived from the bark of a plant known as Phyllodendron amurans and has been used in traditional Chinese medications. Only in the last five years or so did we study it in a research setting and realize that there are actually very specific drug-like effects um, in the way that berberine has on the skin of acne patients. Firstly, it is antimicrobial, bactericidal. It kills the bacteria on the skin. Uh, it is also anti-inflammatory and has potent antioxidant properties, which helps to minimize the post-inflammation redness and scarring that is associated with acne. Specific ingredients like these can be considered very promising in the field of dermocosmetics uh, for therapy. The key here is that there is a body of evidence both in cell um, laboratory studies and in clinical trials that can support the use of these active ingredients. And that is the premise of functional dermatology and that's the focus of the uh, Dr. TWL Pharmacy arm. Well, what are the benefits of the functional dermatology concept of using natural botanical ingredients compared to traditional prescription medications that seem to work for so many, for example, retinols for acne or pigmentation? Botanicals are generally better tolerated than synthetic cosmeceuticals. I have actually phased out the use of retinoids in the treatment of most diseases of hyperpigmentation in my practice. I also definitely um, don't use um, retinol derivatives in my practice. Um, these are considered subtherapeutic and I feel it causes um, a bit more skin irritation in, in uh, skin of color without actual benefits. Um, this of course refers to traditional formulas that um, do not account for better tolerability. So some modern formulas um, containing retinols are actually well tolerated. Instead, uh, we 
use oligopeptide. So these are synthetic in nature and mimic the natural protein structure of your skin. It also has a retinoid-like effect by stimulating collagen production without the risk of skin irritation. Ah, so what are some key steps that everyone should have in their skincare routine? And how can we apply the principles of functional dermatology into our regimen? The basic step in any skincare regime is definitely cleansing. Double cleansing in particular, and of course, the option of sonic cleansing. After cleansing, you will moisturize. Moisturizing can be thought of as application of layers, textures ranging from the thinnest to the thickest, subdivided into application of serums followed by emulsion or cream formulas which are heavier in texture than serums. The latter should have moisturizing ingredients in the vehicle. Ingredients that directly repair the skin barrier, what we now term a prescription emollient device or a PED, is basically a moisturizer that contains the optimal balance of lipids together with anti-inflammatory botanical ingredients that have steroid-like effects but in fact do not contain steroids. So this is an example of how functional dermatology principles can be applied in the treatment of actual skin diseases. And that is actually the gold standard of moisturizer therapy now. And even if you do not have dry skin or eczema, but you have acne prone or greasy skin, you still will benefit from a moisturizer like that because you are rebuilding a skin barrier. It also can reduce the risk of getting reactive seborrhea, which is when you are dehydrating your skin uh, excessively with astringent cleansers. Uh, for example, because you know if you think that your skin is very oily, this then leads to a paradoxical production of even more oil. Well, what about in terms of skin type? I feel like my skin type changes depending on the climate, so I'm never really sure what type of skincare products I should get. Those that target dry skin, oily skin, or combination skin. Can you give us some tips on how we can determine our skin type? I think knowing your skin type is important. I have written about how to check whether um, you know you belong to the dry, oily, or combination skin types in, in my book, The Skincare Bible, Dermatologist Tips for Cosmeceutical Skincare. Uh, we have included the checklist in our podcast transcript at uh, scienceofbeauty.net. Um, so go ahead and have a look at that at the end of this episode. Well, in Singapore's humid climate, I find myself sometimes skipping out moisturizer just because I don't feel like my skin is dry, or I'll feel that the moisturizer will make my oily skin feel even oilier. So is moisturizer only important if I have dry skin? A good moisturizer is still essential. Um, in Singapore's humid climate, I would prefer emulsions, which are oil and water formulas, as opposed to cream formulas because of the humid climate. The fact is that in a tropical or summer climate, our skin does react differently um, to the near 100% humidity levels. Our skin is definitely observed to produce more oil than if we were living in a temperate country. Okay, so the trick is to look for emulsion formulas instead of heavy cream formulas that is probably not so ideal for tropical climates. Well, is there anything I should avoid in moisturizers if I have acne-prone, oily skin? If you do have greasy skin that's prone to acne breakouts, then you definitely need to avoid occlusive ingredients like paraffin or mineral oil. Um, that is used as part of treatment for very severe eczema 
because it prevents transepidermal water loss to the environment. Mineral oil, however, cosmetic grade mineral oil is a constituent of many effective makeup removers and there is no concern in using it as part of a wash of um, sort of product like a cleanser. So uh, it's used as part of treatment for very severe eczema because it prevents transepidermal water loss to the environment. However, for skin that is prone to developing acne, um, applying an occlusive moisturizer can lead to the formation of comedones. Trends like slugging, where users apply layers of Vaseline on their skin to lock in the moisture, would actually be detrimental um, in an individual who has greasy skin as it will cause pimples. Well, that's it for today's episode. We've spoken about the concept of functional dermatology and how we can incorporate that into the products we use and our skincare routine. We've also touched upon the importance of moisturizing even for greasy skin types and beauty trends like slugging that may not be suitable for those with oily, acne-prone skin. Well, thank you guys for joining us. You can follow Dr. Teo on her Instagram for the latest podcast updates at Dr. Teo Wan Lin and also visit us on our website at www.scienceofbeauty.net. Oh,